in today in your soul. I guarantee you, you've had a thought that wasn't right today. That wasn't love. That wasn't faith. Maybe it was mad. Maybe it was angry. You know? But And so God's looking at us in our spirit. And He He recreated us, made us a new creation, made us righteous. And then guess what He did? He sealed us. He said, well, they ain't going to get rid of this. They're not going to lose this. And so you're righteous. And so, but this verse, these three, these verses here are not predicated on your righteousness entirely. Of course, partially they are. This is not for the wicked. This is not for the unborn again. But there's another factor involved here, and it's in verse 13. It's those that are planted in the house of God. Don't tell me there's not benefits to being in the local church. And of course, we know there's benefits to being in a place where faith is taught and faith is preached and faith is believed and God is believed and God is honored. Hallelujah. So um, there's three things, though, that he points out that will happen. Number one, you'll grow. You'll grow spiritually. Hallelujah. You're going to grow. We need to be growing spiritually all the time. And if we find us in ourselves in a, in a situation where we're not growing spiritually, we probably need to have an adjustment from the neck up because we've let some unbelief, some bad attitudes or something slip in and we're just not taking new ground spiritually. And then he said that they're going to bear fruit. That they'll bring forth fruit in old age, verse 14. And then he mentions a couple of times that they will flourish. And so let's look up what some of those things mean tonight. Um, the word uh, flourish in the Hebrew means to flower. And I looked this up. I looked this up in Strong's. It means to flower, to blossom, to bloom, to break through. Hallelujah to spread out, and even to fly. Which I thought, well, you know, that's interesting, but it reminded me of that scripture said, those they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. And so, hallelujah, as we are the righteous, as we are in that uh, household of faith, and a part of the household of faith will grow, will flourish, will fly. Hallelujah. It means also to enter into a state of prosperity. Hallelujah. Now, Brother Hagin used to say, and I believe this is true, that prosperity and all the blessings and benefits and the promises of God, they are, they're not just, they're not, they don't fall on us. He, here's how you say it. They don't fall on us like ripe cherries off of a tree. In other words, usually it's a process of time. And walking things out, and putting things in us, and getting things out of us. And one of the best ways to get things in us is to sow the Word into our heart. On a continual basis, not just Sunday morning, but Sunday morning, Wednesday night, and then throughout the week. Always turning to the Word of God, reading the Word of God on a daily basis. I don't think I should have to tell you this, but you need a plan. Because if you don't wake up in the morning with a plan of what you're going to read, You'll just get nowhere. 
And so there's a lot of ways to do that. You can do it with a one-year Bible, but I like the Spirit-led way better. I've done the one-year Bible. did it five years in a row when I was first uh, filled with the Spirit back in the 80s. Five years in a row, I did the whole Bible through in a year. And you know, you ought to have read the whole Bible. So, you know, you're going to have to do that at some point. Might as well jump in. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And you know, even if you don't think you're getting anything out of it, there's something about the Word of God. Hallelujah. And uh, But after you've done that, be led by the Spirit. You know, this morning I finished the book of Ephesians. Well, when I read Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians, I don't read one without just reading them all four in a row. But when I finish Colossians, I'll say, now, what's what next? And I just be led every time by where in the New Testament. And then also I'm reading out a book of Mark. And so, uh, I, and I read one scripture, one pass, one, not scripture, one chapter a day from those two books. And usually I read something in the Old Testament, but I just finished Ecclesiastes and I haven't had unction of where to go. Uh, so uh, I like to read three chapters a day as a minimum. Now then I look up scriptures and do things, but that's what I just, that's just my basics. That's just my foundation every day. Hallelujah. And that doesn't have to be three for you. If you've never read the Bible at all, you might want to start with one chapter, you know, or maybe you're at two. Hallelujah. But I found that if I try to do more than three as my basics, most of the time I'll get behind. I will. I'll get behind. You know, if I'm trying to do five chapters a day, well, one day I'm going to miss. And then I'm, you know, hallelujah. But if I ever do miss a day, I just, like if I've got a, and I write in my book, and I don't know why I'm telling you this, but sometimes we need help to know what to do. I write down, okay, 5th and 23rd and 12th. And I write down Wednesday. And then I write down Ephesians chapter 6 and Mark chapter whatever I was in. And then I check them. Uh, hallelujah. So the next day, you'll know right where you're at. And next day, also, if you if you happen to miss today, you just something crisis happens that morning and you just miss. Of course, you can always, you don't have to just do it in the morning, obviously. But, you know, if you did just miss the whole day, then tomorrow just pick up right where you were. Hallelujah. But not go to try not to ever go a day without the Word of God. I like to read something from the Word before I go to bed. Not I don't read a lot. I get sleepy pretty fast. But I'll listen to uh, I listen to my cassette tapes. I'm back to cassettes, and I'm listening to Pastor Buzzy. Now that'll stir you up. You sometimes can't hardly sleep. Hallelujah. Okay, so uh, to to enter into a state of prosperity, so. I think sometimes people get disillusioned with the faith message because they thought it was going to happen just like that. But payday always comes. Now, Brother Osteen, John, used to say, now, payday's not ever Saturday night. And you get that from farmhands get paid on Saturday afternoon. The farmhands get paid on Saturday, and that's where he got that. And they'd get paid on Saturday afternoon. Now, I used to work at the grocery store. Used to, and we supposed to get off at 8 o'clock. I used to get mad at those farmers because about five minutes till 8, they'd come dump all their hands out. Those the ones that they had hired that were... Now, we have a big fight over that. But then it was common to have several of those that had swam the river. The Rio Grande, that is. In other words, they were illegal. 
Hallelujah. And nobody really thought much about it. You didn't even get in trouble. They might pick them up and take them away from you, but you didn't even get in trouble for it. And, oh, I liked them. They loved to work. I love people that like to work hard. So, I mean, I was enjoying that. Pastor would bring sometimes those up. Now, y'all are looking at me like, but let me just tell you, it's not like it was then. Hallelujah. And so he'd bring them up to work in the yard. That's the only yard work I ever got done. Because by the time he got in from the farm, he sure didn't want to do anything in the yard. Now he is a good yard guy. Hallelujah. But when he was a farmer, oh, it was hopeless. Hallelujah. It was hopeless. It was. The yard was hopeless. Oh, so anyway, so they'd bring him to the grocery store and it's like, oh, I want to get off and go on a date. And there's all these people buying groceries for a week. So anyway, that was extra. So uh, to enter into a state of prosperity. So you don't get paid every Saturday night, but payday always comes with the Lord. So whatever you've sown, you will reap. However much you've served Him and, and, and walked with Him, you're going to be blessed for it. Just hang on. Don't give up. The Bible says in Hebrews, don't cast away your confidence because it has great recompense of reward. Hallelujah. Also means to increase this flourishing in wealth, favor, and honor. It's an increase. It's an increase of wealth, favor, and honor. It means to grow vigorously and exuberantly to enlarge and expand. One thing that enlarges and expands is our capacity to hold. To hold more. And to become extremely successful. Hallelujah. And when you know it, it's more than just faith. It's our diligence and our faith. And, 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 our, and our, just walking uprightly. And not going. And you know, I tell you what folks. If you, even though God has made you righteous and it was a free gift. If you go over and you mess your life up in sin. Hallelujah. If you mess your life up in sin, it's going to be a setback. It's going to set you back. You're going to have to be restored and renewed in the spirit of your mind. Hallelujah. That junk gets in your mind. It gets in your soul. You have to get rid of the condemnation. You have to get rid of the guilt. You have to deal with the circumstances. You may even go to jail. And God won't stop it. Hallelujah. And you know, uh, hallelujah, a lot of times people get saved in jail and they, they even call that. Nobody down at the jail here in Tuscaloosa County cares a whit if you get saved. They don't even believe it. They call it jailhouse religion and you've just, you're just putting on a show as far as all the, the warden and the, the, and, and, and you know, they don't care a whit that somebody got saved in Tuscaloosa County Jail. Although people genuinely do get saved. But a lot of them, the Bible said, talks about having no root in themselves. And they aren't strong inside. And they haven't, they don't have, and so they go right back. We watch in Tuscaloosa's most wanted. And pastor will say, well, I ministered to that guy in the jail when I was there. And now they're looking for him again. Huh? For murder, yeah. No. Hallelujah. Uh, Jesus. Huh? And then, of course, some of them, you know, they're just giving mental assent. You know, they come because there's nothing else to do. 
you know, because when they go in those cell blocks, you can sit in your cell or you can come down on the floor, but, you know, they they, they don't give you, and Pastor made them turn the TV off, so hallelujah. So it's kind of listen or nothing. Hallelujah. Well, I believe the word doesn't return void. Hallelujah. Proverbs 14, 11. Hallelujah. So these words are important and they, uh, that were those that be planted in the house of the Lord, that is talking about the house of the Lord. It's talking about a church. It's talking about the temple, specifically the word temple, but also family. Those that get planted in a family of God. You're gonna grow. I, I've never seen somebody that had the that that had the attitude of we do our praying at home, which people have told us that, or we are. I've never seen one grow spiritually, and if it just doesn't happen, and you know, I I praise God for Christian television, but I think it's supposed to be a an added benefit to us, not our whole life. You know, it's supposed to be dessert not the meat and potatoes. And you know, there's something about, if they can't look you in the eye, they can't minister to you very effectively. And let me tell you something else. You don't know them. And the Bible says, we're to know those that labor among us. And that doesn't mean we can't listen and glean, but that you got, you need to know who's ministering to you and how they're living and sometimes we get real excited about somebody and, boy, we don't know a thing about them. And then we hear things and we go, you know, well, hallelujah. Pro or we see them on the Internet. Proverbs 14, 11, y'all there, I'm not. Okay, so it says, uh, The house of the wicked shall be overthrown, but the tabernacle of the upright shall flourish. There's that word again, flourish, meaning to blossom. Enter into a state of prosperity, increase in wealth, favor, and honor. Hallelujah. So just keep going. Just keep pressing on. Hallelujah. Just keep sowing the Word in your heart and life. When you slip back, you know, and I'm not talking about into sin, but have you ever just all of a sudden you found yourself, well, I used to confess that, or I used to say that, and what happened? Just get back on track. Hallelujah. Psalm 52, 8. So we flourish. Say, I flourish. Say, I am growing. I'm growing vigorously. And if you're not, then step it up a notch. Probably need to get into prayer. If you're not growing vigorously, because prayer, uh, it's like, um, prayer is like the mixer. You know, if you just throw all the ingredients of the cake in the bowl, you know, you need to mix that thing up a little, don't you? You need to take, and that's what prayer does. In corporate prayer, well, other people will stir you. It'll stir you to a new level of faith. I can promise you that. I'd love corporate prayer, and I couldn't do without it. Hallelujah. Because I can tell you, and I think I'm pretty good prayer, but I don't get near as far by myself as I get praying corporately. Hallelujah. I see things and, and y'all push me over there and I believe I push you into places in prayer. I, uh, Psalm 52, 8. I, but I am like a green olive tree in the house of God. I trust in the mercy of God forever and ever. Hallelujah. That word green there is the same word. It means flourishing. It means flourishing. I'm green. Say, I'm green. I'm green. 
Hallelujah. Also, green speaks of life. Anything that's green is alive. Hallelujah. It's living. It's thriving. Praise God. I was watching uh, this. Uh, do y'all ever watch on HGTV? Y'all probably don't. Bang for your buck. Okay, some other people have watched that. Well, anyway, they show these people that have spent, these people in Santa Fe, New Mexico, had spent $85,000 on their yards. I can't imagine spending that much on your yard. But, and, you know, of course, they had all sorts of outdoor fancy stuff, you know. And uh, and so it was like, okay, which one's going to get the most bang for the buck and get the money back? You know, and so that's what the whole show's about. And I was watching that show, and it's not green, and it's not fresh, and it's not flourishing in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, it, it, it was dry and barren, and only thing green is a pale-looking cactus. I, I mean, you know, and they don't plant much because it's, it's you know, they just don't have any water. They just don't have any, And one had family had spent $50,000 putting a cistern in to catch water when it does rain, just a hole in a cistern so they could water and so forth. Um, and uh, But anyway, we have an example in front of us all the time of life and green and flesh and flourishing. Hallelujah. And I tell you what, blooming. We need to be blooming ourselves. I've got a bougainvillean right now and it's not blooming. And I'm like, there's something wrong with you. And, you know, it's either not enough light or there's something. I told Pastor the other day, I said, Put, throw some bloom boost on that thing. And you give that thing some food. And if it don't bloom in a few days, I'm moving it. It needs more sun. It needs something, you know. So uh, that's the way you, if you're not blooming, do something. Come over here. I'll throw some bloom boost on you. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'll cast the worms out of you. Hallelujah. Something's eating on your root or something. Come on up here, Pam. I'm going to demonstrate with you. No, I'm just kidding. Hallelujah. Praise God. The one that laughs the hardest gets demonstrated on Psalm 112. But anyway, if something's not working, it's not working. We don't just sit there and look at that bougainvillea and say, well, that's okay, because it's got, I mean, I'm telling you, it's just lush green. It's big green. Now, it, this one's one that's left over from last year, and so it had to come back from nothing on it to now, but it's got green leaves all over it. But I want some blooms, and I want some blooms in my life. I want to be green and alive and fresh and flourishing and growing. And if something's not growing in our house, in our yard, we start saying, we usually say, you probably want in the sun and you're getting too much shade or something. And, you know, and that's the way with our lives is what's wrong here? What's not happening that needs to happen? Maybe I need a little more fertilizer of the Word of God. Or maybe I need, you know what, we need each other. We, the Bible says, what do we do? We... Uh, we uh, encourage one another to love and good works, and we iron sharpens iron, and hallelujah. And boy, I tell you what, you get off by yourself, and you'll dry up and die. Hallelujah. So Psalm 112, verse 3, this is one of my favorite chapters. Hallelujah. Uh, Wealth and riches shall be in his house. This is talking about the man that feareth the Lord. In verse 1 it says, Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. So wealth should be in our house. We should be increasing. That doesn't mean we're not having to believe God. But there should be an overall increase and blessings should be happening in our lives. And it may all be supernatural. Don't, you know, don't. Sometimes we get to thinking, well, I don't like this. This is hard. I'm having to live by faith. And we think we're not prospering because we're having to live by faith. You're blessed if God called on you to live by faith. He's preparing you for something higher. Because He will always start with start you with little things and having to believe for stuff for you for just living before he takes you to believing for spiritual things. Hallelujah. Uh Jeremiah 17 or let's go there. And I think guest speakers give us a a boost. I think we usually always if the guest speakers right then if they're right then we'll get a boost. When they come, we'll get a we'll get a an impartation. We'll get a revelation. We'll get a, a, a we read those things tonight that they would they'll perfect that which is lacking in our faith. We may get a correction. We may get an adjustment in our thinking. But we'll leave these meetings with something valuable that will see us through the whole next year. We'll leave with a word to walk on, to stand on. Hallelujah! And if they, and if we don't, those are the we just don't. Have, if we if we if me and Pastor don't feel like a speaker left a deposit at the church, we don't invite them back. Although we may love them, and you know there and we've had speakers before that other ministers love to have in, and they're always they say, well, we're having so and so, and we're like, well, I'm sorry, but he just it just didn't happen with us. And you know, it's not always the speaker's fault. Sometimes it could have just been. You know, we did that wasn't our speaker. You know what? And so uh, we don't blame them. We don't blame the speaker. Hallelujah. Thank you. And sometimes they'll come and they'll leave a deposit, but it's just for that season and, and we just don't repeat it because we just don't feel like we need to go back and do that again. So don't don't think everybody that doesn't come back is... They didn't do something. That's not true, but hallelujah. But we always say they're going to, you know, it costs thousands of dollars to have speakers in. It costs hotel rooms and meals and and airplane flights and all sorts of stuff. So it's got to be beneficial, mutually beneficial for all of us. Jeremiah 17, 7. Blessed is the man that trusted in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by the waters, and that spreadeth out her roots by the river, and shall not see when heat cometh. But her leaf shall be green, and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Hallelujah. So, hallelujah. Shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. That He says there that the... That, uh, uh, the leaf shall be green. That means prospering, thriving, flourishing. The New Living Translation says their leaves stay green and flourishing and they never stop producing fruit. That's how we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be like evergreens. We don't, we don't dry up half the year and all the leaves fall off. Hallelujah. 
But we produce we we have these green flourishing leaves all year long. Message translation: They're like trees replanted in Eden, putting down roots near the rivers. Never a worry through the hottest of summers. Never dropping a leaf. Serene and calm through drought, bearing fresh fruit every season. Hallelujah. That's what. Let me tell you, Saint family. Don't give nothing a thought. Just keep pressing on. Don't look back. Praise God. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Hallelujah. We got to press through. We got to bear fruit. No matter what season we're in. Psalm 36, 7. Uh, I'm going to read this from the Amplified. You can turn there if you want to, but it's 36, 7 through 9. Amplified. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. The children of men take refuge and put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They relish and feast on the abundance of your house, and you cause them to drink of the stream of your pleasures. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light do we see light. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. The children of men take refuge and put their trust under the shadow of your wings. They relish and feast on the abundance of your house, and you cause them to drink of the stream of your pleasures. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light do we see light. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's turn to Song of Solomon chapter 2. Right after Ecclesiastes. Right after Proverbs. Verse 4. Hallelujah. Me and Pastor could sing this one to you now. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. He brought me to the banqueting house, and His banner over me was love. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. In the margin, mine says house of wine. I think we're this is a house of new wine. Hallelujah. New wine of the Holy Spirit. He brought me to the band. We used to sing it. He brought me to his banqueting table and his banner over me is love. Hallelujah. God loves you. Thank you, Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Then Proverbs 11, verse 28. Say, I'm fresh and flourishing. I'm growing. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. He that trusteth in his riches shall fall, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Praise God. The righteous flourish. Hallelujah. Keep our eyes on Jesus. Stay in faith. We're of the household of faith. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's do what Brother Copeland said there. Let's just spend a few minutes doing that. Um, Now, um, he talked about in that prophecy, he said, uh, you can do it, you can stand in your place, and you can worship, and you can praise in the face of hell itself, and you can praise yourself into that place where you say, ha, 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 everything is going to be all right. So let's stand together and let's praise in, in ourselves right into that place tonight. And you go, I don't know, I've not, you know, I was thinking the other day about 
a lot of times people don't know how to start praising or, or how to start praying, especially like in a corporate setting like this. And so, but I tell you how you do it. You just reach down in yourself and jerk it up and start doing it. You don't ask yourself if you feel like it. You don't ask yourself if it feels good. Because when you start out, you know, that's how I lead prayer. I was like, I don't always feel like it. And I don't know what I'm going to say. I just reach down in and start doing it. Hallelujah. And I had to do that for so many years that now it don't even bother me. Praise God. So we're just going to reach down in ourselves tonight and praise the Lord. We praise you, Lord God. We magnify you, O God. We praise you, Jesus. Jesus, you are more than enough. You are mighty. You are our mighty God. We thank you for your promises. Glory to your name. Thank you, Lord. You have delivered us. You have set us free. We thank you, Lord. You are good. You are good to us. Oh, praise be to thee. Praise, oh God. You are mighty. You are wonderful. Your name is wonderful. Your name is above every name. You are our victorious champion. You are our deliverer. You are more than enough. You are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. Oh, Lord God, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Hallelujah. Mighty is the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus is Lord. You are the King of all kings, Jesus. You are the Lord of all lords. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. Thank you for strengthening us. Thank you, Lord. Strengthen us with might by your Spirit in the inner man, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, you are making us and have made us to be overcomers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Our leaf does not wither. We are fresh and flourishing in the hottest of summers. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. You provide. You make a way where there seems to be no way. You make a river in the desert. Thank you, Lord, that you are making a way through the, uh, uh, through the Red Sea. You make a, made a way, and you are making a way for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We cannot be defeated, and we will not quit. Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Strengthen our brothers and sisters next to us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless be the tie that binds us together, Lord. Thank you for the blood of Jesus covering each person. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You give us all we need. You speak to us. You give us your direction. Thank you for visions and dreams that cause us to be at the right place at the right time. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for taking us to a new level. Thank you for your grace that sees us through. Thank you, Lord. We have your favor on us. Thank you, Lord. If God be for us, who can be against us? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that 2012 is turning out amazing. Hallelujah. Lord, put a guard on our mouths that we don't complain. And Lord, that we don't blame. Hallelujah. And forgive us where we have, Lord. And we dig up those seeds of murmuring and complaining. We repent and say, Lord, thank you that we don't get a harvest on that. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for supplying, Lord, for River Church. Thank you, Lord, that you prosper every person connected to this church. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. We thank you, Lord. We call the building in Coker, Alabama, sold. We speak to you. Jesus said you had to obey us. And you're going to be a blessing to someone. So we call you sold in Jesus' name. Thank you. The buyer's blessed. The buyer thinks right. They have right thinking. And they have favor. And Lord, you open the doors for them. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Well, what you may not know, and I'm sure you do, but sometimes you just have to have it explained, is... Uh, uh, did you have you ever been in a hard spot and you didn't even know you were in a hard spot until you come out on the other side and you went my word didn't you know you were in a bubble you were just in this cloud and you didn't even know that that you should have been fearful you should have been you know made your liver quiver and all that sort of stuff uh, in that time well I'm telling you the Lord has just got us in a bubble right now and he's he's doing it for Tuscaloosa County for Alabama the southeast and the nations. He's raising us up strong, and it's not even like we're suffering. It's not like, oh, man, we really suffered to get in faith about that. Well, you're suffering, but you don't know it. You're having to, uh, we're all biting it. But it's just so normal to us. We don't even know it's hard. Hallelujah. So just stay in the bubble. Hallelujah. Stay close. When you come to church, you'll hear things that will encourage you. you. You'll find the Holy Ghost will answer the hard thing in your life, and uh, and you'll leave, and you'll 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 have momentum. It's not like oh, if you miss church though, you'll you'll fall back, and it's harder to get back. So y'all are on track, amen. And I'm telling you, you're gonna you're gonna say, I knew it all along. When this is all through, this you're gonna say, I knew it all along. But the fact is. <laughs> You're, you're, you're just like us. You're having to keep your mouth shut. Just praise God. Amen. Well, we're receiving our midweek tithes and offerings. Hallelujah. Are y'all blessed? Amen. Hallelujah. Do y'all like the air conditioner? Have I got it down cold enough for you this yeah. evening? <laughs> In every church, there's those that are fanning and those that are covering up. We're still sorting on this church. We're still sorting on this property. Well, praise God. You know, uh, that scripture that she talked about, about the the palm, 
will flourish. And I remember uh, one time the reason the palm flourishes is because it's uh, it gets its moisture on the inside instead of like a regular tree. The right it's it's only alive on the outside layer, but on the inside it's dead. But on the outside it's layer. But the palm is uh, hard weather, drought, and all that. It doesn't affect it because it gets its moisture from the inside. And so we're like, the Bible says, we're like that palm. We flourish in the hard times. Amen. It doesn't even affect us. Praise God. Are y'all unaffected? We, this world, the Bible says, Satan had nothing in me. So that's what we are. Praise God. Father, we thank you tonight for the word of the Lord. We don't even know in our soul how much we've been strengthened in our spirit. We don't even understand, Lord, in the, in the, in the mind realm what you've done for us tonight to shore us up, to gird us up, to strengthen us, but we're grateful. And Lord, we're by faith being, being prepared for another day, Lord, to win, to, to excel, to be happy about it. So Lord, we release our seed tonight. We, we, we release our tithe. We thank you that it is not a vain work, but Lord, it moves heaven and it changes our future and nothing will be the same because of what we do now. So we speak to our tithe. We tell our seed what to do. Go from my life, impact the kingdom, and return unto me seed again to sow and bread again to eat. Increase on our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Well, we're not having prayer Monday night, as she said, on Memorial Day, but, uh, but we will have church Sunday morning at 1010. So come and have fun. Bless you. Sign up. If you didn't sign up, if you came in late or something and didn't get to sign up for our uh, meal on Saturday night of Wingoss meetings, be sure and get that. Jennifer's got it right here. Be sure and get that signed up.